This is Mercy Harper, writer for Research Services at APQC. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to APQC podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, I'm here with Karen Gilbert, Associate Director of Development for Corporate Partners at the Forte Foundation, to talk about the role of partnership in diversity, equity, and inclusion strategies. Welcome to the podcast, Karen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI, it's such a big and important topic these days. But a lot of companies are struggling with where to get started, how to organize their efforts, and how to ensure that they're really making a difference. And a lot of organizations also recognize that putting DEI strategies into action often requires them to think outside the boundaries of their own business. So for all of these reasons, a lot of organizations are looking to partnership as a way to better define and achieve their DEI goals. And that's why I'm so glad to have you on today, Karen, because you're kind of sitting in the middle of all of this. But first, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and about Forte? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think kind of all the reasons you stated are exactly why an organization like Forte or, you know, other partners like us exist and happy to get into all of those um, exciting kind of opportunities that companies do have um, in that DE&I space. As the Associate Director of Development at Forte, I focus specifically on our corporate partners. And really we have about 60 corporate partners that are kind of annual partners with us. We also work with companies on you know, ad hoc basis, but really I'm kind of shepherding kind of that relationship management, as well as kind of talking to them about different engagement strategies. But before that, I actually, my background is in higher education. So I worked for about 10 years at the University of Texas at Austin, and the last five of those working in the MBA employer relations space for the McComb School of Business. So that's a little bit about me. Um, and then, you know, a little bit about Forte is, you know, we were founded about 21 years ago, um, and really from the basis, it was based on a kind of study that Catalyst did, which is kind of a research organization along with the University of Michigan. And specifically, they were looking to kind of figure out what were the barriers and why women weren't going back to get an MBA. So when you look at women kind of in other higher education spaces, they were going back to get a law degree. They were going back to get, you know, their doctor in, you know, medicine and things like that, but they weren't going back to get an MBA. And so that's what that study kind of worked on. And that was like how Forte kind of was founded through that. So, you know, and I can kind of talk about this for ages, but really they found out that there was kind of like four reasons women weren't going back to get an MBA. And one of those was that they didn't think the business career aligned with their values, what they wanted to see in their life. And then they really thought there wasn't a role model for them to aspire to be. They also didn't think they had like the quant skills, right? Like the math and like the you know accounting background and things like that. And then in particular, what I find interesting is that they weren't being told to go back to school. Mm -hmm. So their male counterparts were being said, hey, if you want to advance in this career, you should go back and get an MBA. And the women just weren't being told that. And so Forte kind of comes in and tries to kind of start fixing some of those problems. And so that's what I think is really unique about Forte is like we're a partnership of schools, of companies, and of the women themselves, right? So we're kind of that convener that brings all those people to the table. So you know, we've obviously grown beyond that, like, one MBA space. Um, but, you know, really kind of our core goals is to really kind of change the balance of power in the workplace and make sure that more women are leading. Awesome. Very cool. So you're playing a critical role in working with Forte's 
corporate partners. So what are some of the trends that you're seeing in terms of um, their DEI strategies? Yeah, you know, and I think that this comes on the heels of, you know, the murder of George Floyd and some of the kind of um, movement that came along with that. But I think a lot of our companies are not just looking at kind of gender equity anymore. They're really making sure there's that diversity and kind of the intersectionality. You know, when you think of what our companies are really making sure they're not only hitting that gender goals, but they're also making sure they're hitting the underrepresented talent. Mm. So, you know, when I think about what Forte is doing in that space, you know, um, we are hosting and making sure that we're kind of trying to bring those women to the table, right? So not just having, um, you know, white women, we're really making sure that we're bringing in, you know, Black, Latinx, Native Americans. And so we're running special programming, both in our MBA and our undergraduate space that we call Candid Conversations. And those events are really kind of bringing together women in those underrepresented talent groups and talking about, you know, bringing your whole self to work. How do you advocate for yourself? What does that look like? Um, and then letting companies be able to say, you know, we are a space that we want, you know, to bring you into. And so making sure that you're evaluating the culture that you're going into and things like that. So that's kind of on that event space. And then we do have our partners that are kind of our schools, right? So when you think of the HBCUs and the HSIs, those are kind of the, the schools that we're trying to bring in to, you know, Forte to make sure we're touching that talent as well. Very cool. So how can a company uh, be a good corporate partner for an organization like Forte? Yeah, you know, when I look across our partners, most of them are coming to us for that talent, right? So really, um, you know, there might be smaller companies that absolutely align with us on a mission basis, and that's great. And maybe they can engage with our inclusivity trainings or our men as allies training. But most of our like annual corporate partners are really looking to grow their pipeline in that recruiting space. So, um, you know, I think about things like, you know, making sure that you have leadership buy-in, um, you know, and making sure you're kind of putting your money where your mouth is and being able to engage with all of our programs. Um, I would also say that kind of having a robust campus recruiting, so you're already kind of touching, you know, that talent pool, because um, that is where the basis of our women is. So we do have our undergraduate population, we have our MBA population, and then we do have some professional women. So as our kind of women have, you know, graduated through any of our programs, they're obviously out there in the workforce. And so we do run some kind of experienced hiring kind of events. But I would say that, you know, making sure that you're wanting to engage in that kind of um, diversity recruiting pipeline. Absolutely. Do you ever run against the problem of organizations feeling like, okay, we can just like do this partnership and then we're done. And like, you know, we don't have to work on the partnership. You know, yeah. Forte's going to do this for me. No, absolutely. You know, I, we call it a partnership for, in a, for a reason. And it really is that like, we can bring you these programmings, but you, you have to engage with them, right? So you have to make sure that you're putting the right people on panels. You're kind of telling your story correctly. You're not paying just lip service to diversity, right? So when we talked about in the earlier, you know, conversation about um, the underrepresented talent and making sure that they're feeling welcome in your community, you have to make sure that you're actually telling that story, whether that's in a career expo portion or in a panel, or when you're reaching out to these women from the resume books or things like that. So, um, you know, you have to do some work on your back end. What we're bringing to you as a company is really early access to talent. So, um, you know, when you think about MBA women before they start their MBA program, 
making sure that they're not self-selecting out of certain things, right? So if you're thinking you're a financial services company and you're like, oh, we want to make sure we're kind of getting women into our pipeline, getting them early, right? So before their MBA program and saying, we want you here at X bank, um, you know, that is the way that we're going to kind of really start changing what that workplace looks like. Absolutely. Planting that seed early. I love that. So I know that you've, and you know, you're still working with MBA programs today, but you have a long legacy of doing that. So, you know, from your perspective, kind of in the trenches a little bit more, what do you think they need to do differently to attract and graduate more women? Yeah. I do want to give a kudos that they are doing a lot better. Um, so obviously the very start of the conversation, we talked about the reason for the existence of women were not going back. Most of our partner schools are at almost 40%. So just, you know, give them a, you know, round of applause. Um, but there is work to be done, right? So when women then end up at these, you know, campuses, all of the cases that they're studying are all kind of male-centric, you know, um, protagonists, right? And I know I was um, looking kind of back and I was remembering that, you know, Darden at UVA, there was kind of a, you know, Forte fellow on their campus that really was kind of trying to work to change the way that cases kind of are presented. And then, you know, there is like an article on Forte's website, just a blog post about kind of the work that she did. But that's just kind of one example of, of you know, woman at school just saying like, wait a second, like, I don't feel represented here in class, right? Um, and so there's just small changes. You know, when you look at professors and leadership in MBA programs, right? Like that needs to kind of be changing. Um, but really it's about creating that inclusive environment. Um, so that learning environment that people feel kind of comfortable in. Um, the other piece is always financial, right? So going back to school is expensive. Um, and what Forte does is our partner schools they have to give at least two Forte Fellowship scholarships. Mm -hmm. So that money is kind of coming from the schools. The schools have committed to giving a scholarship to women. And most of our schools go way beyond that. So once again, um, that's kind of starting to turn the needle. But those are the pieces that I think are kind of key in making sure the schools are attracting the best, in the, uh, you know, the best women they can. Absolutely. So um, it sounds like you already have a couple of ideas, but what are some ways that companies can kind of play a role in making that change? I wonder if they can contribute to those cases, perhaps. And, and you talked about campus recruiting earlier. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, um, the, 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 the reason you go back to MBA school most of the time, right, is a pivot in your career, a career advancement, right? And so you're really then looking for a job. Um, and the ways the companies can absolutely help is very first thing we talked about, right? Encouraging women on your, you know, to go back to school. Like you see a talent that you want to kind of advance, encourage them in going back to school um, if that's what it takes to kind of advance in your company. Um, you know, I also think there's, you know, that male allyship. So when a woman kind of joins the firm, making sure that there's kind of that mentorship, she's not being talked over in meetings, right? I mean, we can go on and on about, how women end up coming in the workplace and kind of the challenges they face. Um, but also, right, like, let's not, you know, forget, once again, financial pay gap, right? So we need to make sure we're, you know, giving women feedback, we're paying women um, adequately, that kind of thing that lets those women advance in those careers. So, you know, there's probably more role models, you know, onward, but, you know, those are just a handful. Awesome. 
So I always love to close out with a, a success story when I can, because that's always a nice note to end on. Uh, so what are, what's an example or a couple examples of successes that Forte has been able to achieve? Yeah. You know, and once again, we are a convener. We're a partnership of schools and businesses and the women. And so it is a joint effort. But, you know, the things that we see are kind of these huge successes that we've been able to achieve over the past 20 years or so are, you know, is closing that pay gap, right? So we just got a ton of press, um, if you want to look, that showed kind of the past four years. So four years ago, you got out of school, women were making 40% less than men. That's huge. I mean, that's like, <laughs> I think that's just kind of a crazy number to think about, you know, so when you're thinking that these are the same students that went to the same school, the same classes, they got similar internships and being paid 40% less. I don't know, that just to me was really shocking. But four years later, we've closed that gap to 20%. Mm. Now, there's always, you know, kind of the double-edged sword. I think kind of as you look for years out of MBA school, that gap widens again, right? So they're getting out at the same rate. And then so there's always like success, but room to grow, right? Um, but we, we are excited about that. Um, and then also, like I said, with the MBA schools, they are absolutely admitting more women which means there's gonna be more women in the workplace, which means more women are gonna have role models, et cetera. So, you know, most of our partner schools are at about 40% women right now with plenty, like I think a handful of them almost reaching 50. Um, and so, you know, we are creating that equity that we kind of wanted to achieve 50, you know, uh, you know that 50% goal, you know, 20 years ago. That is awesome, I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Karen. Absolutely. No, it's always a pleasure to talk about such an amazing organization. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening to this APQC podcast. To learn more about Forte, please visit fortefoundation.org. And to learn more about APQC's research, check out apqc.org. Thanks again, and I hope you'll have a great rest of your day. Mm -hmm.